Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. Hey Christian, did you know you're special to God? As we study 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 4 and 5, you're going to see you're as special to God as his own dear son. Do you ever feel rejected? Jump in line behind the persecuted Christians of Peter's day, who, by the way, are standing in line right behind our Lord Jesus Christ, who is persecuted more than any of us. Remember, even though you at times feel rejected by men, you are still special to God. To every human being, Christ is either the means of salvation if they trust him or the means of judgment if they reject him. Peter, wanting these dejected and rejected people to understand the theological truth, uses a metaphor or a common illustration of something these people saw every day in their lives. Interestingly, Peter probably learned his teaching method from walking with Jesus through the countryside surrounding Jerusalem and Galilee. Jesus was constantly directing the apostles' attention to farmers and birds and animals and fields and paths, okay? Peter uses the illustration, get this, of a stone. In verse 4, Christ is called a living stone. In verse 6, a chief cornerstone. In verse 7, a rejected stone. And in verse 8, a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. I can only assume Peter read uh, David's Psalms and saw the significance of comparing God to an unmovable, secure, steadfast foundation. In Psalm 62, David writes, God is my rock, or God is the rock of my strength, my refuge, I shall not be moved. Peter is encouraging these hurting believers to come to Christ as the blessings of being in Christ are not waiting in heaven for us, but are readily available to be experienced here on earth. The security and the satisfaction that can be found by resting and relying on the foundational cornerstone, Christ, is free to all who want to accept it by faith. Jesus Christ is a living stone. Unlike Muhammad or Buddha, Jesus Christ is still alive today. He did die and was buried, but since Jesus had never sinned, death had no hold on him, and he rose from the dead. Peter was an eyewitness of Christ's suffering. John saw him gasp for his last breath of air on the cross. Peter and John were the first men to look into the tomb and see that he was risen from the grave. After Christ rose from the grave, Peter saw him again on the shoreline and jumped out of the boat to get to him as fast as he could. Jesus is alive, and by faith we can walk and talk with him every day of our lives. This living stone was what's called disallowed or rejected by men. Uh, Men chose dead gods whose images were made of stone over the living stone. They chose to build their lives on good works and religious traditions rather than on the solid cornerstone of Jesus Christ. The only one who could give life, they rejected. The only one who could give stability, they rejected. The word disallowed also has the idea of disapproving, criticizing, or condemning. How foolish it is for any mere man to criticize or disapprove of the Son of God, the Creator, the Living Word. The good news is that what man saw as worthless God saw as precious. What man rejected, God chose. Rejected Christian, God chose you and sees you as precious and valuable. Peter continues with this rock metaphor to help our feeble minds understand our union with Christ. 
God is building his house out of the stones which proud, religious, know-it-all men have rejected and thrown aside. God started with his own son first, the foundational cornerstone. Then each of us as believers are one more living yet rejected stone that God is using. It's a beautiful, solid home built out of rejected materials, you, me, and our Lord. Peter adds one more uh, last quick picture to illustrate not only our identification with Christ, but our access to God through Christ. Rejected believers are a holy priesthood. This, again, is not a privilege we have to wait for when we get to heaven, but a way of life that we can enjoy right now. We have access to God for the purpose of offering spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable to God. Of course, Peter's not talking about the Old Testament sacrifices of goats and lambs, pigeons. Remember, Jesus was the final and ultimate sacrifice that atoned and paid for the price of all sin. The Bible lists some spiritual sacrifices that we can still offer to God today. You can offer your strength and abilities, as mentioned in Romans 12, 1 and 2. You can offer the sacrifice of praise and your worship to God, like in Hebrews 13, 15. You can offer the simple sacrifice of doing good to others. Even your brothers, sisters, mom, and dad isn't taught in Hebrews 13, 16. Did you know sharing the gospel with others is another way to sacrifice to God according to Romans 15, 16? Finally, voluntarily loving others, not because you have to, but because you want to, is another excellent way to sacrifice to God as seen in Ephesians 5. So, let's not let today get by without lovingly, voluntarily, and purposefully offering a spiritual sacrifice that honors and pleases our wonderful Lord. Well, our time's up for today. I hope you enjoyed this meditation. But if you have any more questions or need some help with some life struggles, go to ranhummel.com. A lot of good books to help you there. And I hope that today, today, you have a good day.